Welcome to Ozzy Osbourne Looking Back. I'm Eric Chase. After months of hanging out in Wales and writing material, Ozzy and Randy began recording Blizzard of Oz in March of 1980. There was always discussions about musical direction. Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne. It's something which has to be discussed. I wanted to be more mainstream without selling out. I wanted to be more accessible. It was Ozzy's band and I, I wanted it to reflect Ozzy. Rob Blasco Nicholson is Ozzy's current bass guitarist. He established himself for 10 years as the singer of Black Sabbath. And then here comes his first solo record, Blizzard of Oz, sounding nothing like Sabbath, but so definable Ozzy Osbourne solo career from the get-go, out of the gate, and nothing else sounds like it. Guitarist Steve Vai. The Blizzard stuff was a beautiful evolution from what was happening in the 70s with metal to the 80s. And it was really a great introduction to metal in the 80s because there wasn't anything quite as heavy going on that I was aware of. It had a completely different attitude. Six of Motley Crue. The first time I heard Blizzard of Oz, I was pretty much in awe. It didn't sound like anything I'd ever heard before. During the time that Randy had joined Ozzy, he had become really defined in who he was. Rudy Sarzo played bass with Randy in the late 1970s. By 1981, Rudy was also in Ozzy's band for the Blizzard of Oz tour. He grew up being a musician. He came from a very musical family. Uh, him, his mom owned a, uh, owned, still owns a, um, a music school. So he all, all he wanted to do was be a musician. Of course, you know, he wanted to be a rock musician, and he was a rocker, and he loved rock music, and, and, and that's what he composed. But that did not stop him from <clears throat> becoming the best musician possible, and also an incredible composer. that he was in Ozzy's band, Randy Rhodes left a huge impression on hard rock guitarists to come. Lemmy from Motorhead was surprised, considering Randy's physical size. He was so little, you know, you can't believe how small he was. His suit hung up on a peg, he looked like a, a doll's outfit, you know, tiny. And then he'd come out and play all this stuff, you know, little tiny hands, big guitar, you know. Zach Wilde played guitar in Ozzy's band for many years. The more I started learning guitar, like, you know, Randy was my favorite guy, so... Aside of having great technique, it was just his compositional skills. 
You know, I mean, when you really listen to his solos, his solos are a composition within a composition, you know what I mean? They're like, it's like its own little song. Guitarist Steve Vai. When you listen to his solos, there's actual moments of uniqueness. When I say unique, I mean things that have never been done by a player. Here's a clip of Randy playing in the studio after the rest of the band had stopped. <laughs> Randy was great at coming out with semi-commercial kind of vibes. He wasn't like avant-garde stuff. His guitar was an extension of him, you know. Ozzy Osbourne. We went to a place in England. It's a well-known rehearsal place called John Henry's. And he was in there, this rehearsal, and he was messing around with his guitar, getting some sound. And he, he did the riff to Suicide Solution. And I said, what was that? And he goes, what was what? I said, well, he just played it and didn't play anything. I said, you do what you went out oh, this and I, I, I do it again. And that's how that came about. More music and information can be found at Ozzy.com. Thanks for listening.